Greetings. This is Arvette McLean of Speak the Universe Listens. As a very young person, I always felt that I carried the weight of the world on my shoulders, having to make grown-up decisions in order to survive a life marked with physical, sexual, and emotional abuse. While my face was smiling on the outside, on the inside, I always secretly cried and felt miserable. However, over the years, I learned some gems that helped to turn my life around. I now get to live the life of my dreams, filled with love, travel, and wonderment. And I am absolutely passionate about sharing what I have learned with you. If you want to live your best life, tune in each week as I, along with some amazing guests, share these life-changing gems with you. Inspired to be more, do more, have more. Greetings Hi. and welcome to today's <laughs> episode of Speak the Universe Listens. Today's topic is creating a superior mindset. And I have joining me Deborah Hi. and Scott. Hi. So guys, when we talk about creating a superior mindset, what comes to mind to for you? Particularly um, the thought of you are not your thoughts. So being able to separate what your brain may say to you because of previous experiences versus you being in control and kind of controlling the, the dialogue on what things you want to happen. Mm -hmm. So just creating that separation. Mm -hmm. You are not your thoughts. You have control over what you think how you think it yeah actually i heard somebody just recently say um we think that the thoughts in our mind they basically say we think that's god talking to us right. not realizing that <laughs> those are our thoughts but we have the ability to think something differently yes. and that we do control mm -hmm. our thoughts yeah. and you know a lot of times those thoughts just seem to, to take over and just keep going mm -hmm. and it feels sometimes like you don't have control mm -hmm. and right. actually we do mm -hmm. So how, how would how would we start to make that adjustment? Yeah, I would, I'm, I'm sorry. You go ahead. Well, I um, was actually just listening to a discussion that spoke on recognizing the first 30 seconds of doubt or negative thought. You've got like 30 seconds to get that into control. And once you recognize that you're kind of going down that lane with your thoughts not being in the um in the right context of what you want them to be try to catch it within 30 seconds and change it um to a positive thought or a positive affirmation um and then you you get in the habit of catching those thoughts early and that's like a, a process of creating the positive and superior mindset mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was thinking, because when I was a kid, I actually used to think that there was someone watching me. <laughs> and what I, as I got to be an adult and started into this whole um, field of really understanding um, mind, body, spirit, and all of that, realizing that what I was experiencing was me watching myself 
And so that is the, the separation that you're talking about. So there is a, a part of you that just goes, it just goes and goes. But then there's a part of you that's watching everything that you're doing. And we tend to not recognize that part that's watching. But if you think about it, if you say, raise your, raise your hand, and then you raise your hand. Who told you to raise your hand? Like, your hand didn't tell itself right. to raise it. Like, you told it to raise it. And so realizing that there's a you that can watch yourself do whatever it is that you're doing, it helps you to realize that, okay, I am not my thoughts. I'm separate, and I have control yes. over the thoughts. Yeah. So that good part there is just being that observer. Mm-hmm. You know, just being able to, to look at your thoughts and say, it's there, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And that gives you the, the, the ability to start realizing you can control mm-hmm. that they're your thoughts. You can start directing the way that they're mm-hmm. going to uh, unfold and maneuver. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I thought that was really good the way you were saying, Deborah, <coughs> just that, um, you know, if you have that negative thought, the first 30 seconds, you know, if you can just catch it right then mm-hmm. and not let that thought complete itself. You know, if you could just transform it right there in that process. And, you know, a lot of times we, we like I said, if we think our thoughts are just running on their own, mm-hmm. we just have them just keep going. Mm-hmm. They just keep going and they just multiply, <laughs> they just multiply, you know, but to just stop it and just change it to a more empowering thought is a powerful gift mm-hmm. to give to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting because for a while I didn't necessarily recognize the difference, you know, that, um, the thoughts that I was thinking were, weren't necessarily coming from me um, or, you know, my true self, my higher self. So it's such an empowering moment when you recognize the difference and you say, wait, those thoughts aren't serving me right now, you know, and you move on to something more productive. You're not under a spell kind mm-hmm. of, of just allowing those thoughts to be the one that guides you, you know, you are guiding you. Yeah, it's so many times when we'll just say things like, that's just the way I am, or that's just how I think about it, or that's how I, that's just, you know, but we can all, we're always in control of that, and we can, we can flip it, and we can flip it quick, more quickly than we realize, like we can actually turn things on a dime, but like you said, it's a matter of catching it, and um, that's what, to me, living in the moment, or being in the moment is is you being a witness to what you're thinking right now. You're hearing yourself, you're seeing what you're doing, you're hearing what you're thinking. And then if you're thinking or saying, doing things that don't match up with who you want to be, then change it. It's almost like singing a new song to yourself or recognizing that um, a song or a thought that you had is similar to a song you may have um, memorized and you've, you were on this journey now, you've kind of grown past or grown out of that. Um, the song just doesn't serve you the same. So now you have to recondition yourself or you know, just start listening to something new and allowing that to be what resonates with, like, or coordinate with who you currently are, your current situation. So just getting that old tune out of your head and moving on to a new song that serves you better. Yeah. You know, part of that, I think, as well, is just understanding what your purpose is. Like, the, what direction do you want to move forward in? You know, asking yourself the right level of questions, mm-hmm. even. You know, just 
what is my purpose on doing this? You know, if you're saying this is the thing that I want, what's the purpose behind it? What, what makes you desire this particular thing? Right. And so when you start answering that type of question realistically, you know, just truthfully within yourself, rather than just to say, I want this because I want it. Mm -hmm. But to go a little bit deeper about what's really behind it, what's driving it. Mm -hmm. And so then you're able to make those decisions, like what you were saying, and you be able to, to pick the right songs right. that help support mm -hmm. the drive beneath the drive. Absolutely. And the momentum that comes behind that when you sit and put more thought into why you want it, then you, you get to the next level of, of how it's going to make you feel, right? And then that allows you to just quickly transition into it actually being your reality in that moment when you're, man, when you're soaking in or dreaming about it or just sitting in the joy of creating the thought how it's going to make you feel, to actually feel those feelings right now. And a lot of times we think that we can't feel the feeling until we have the thing. But it's so important for us to start feeling the feeling that we want to feel right now and realizing that we can manufacture the feeling at any time. We don't have to wait for something outside of us to happen in order for us to feel whatever feeling we want. And I think that starts really with, you know, just finding that desire within yourself. And in that process, just to, like you say, just to, you know, what is the, the feeling that you would have if this was the case? Because that's what we're really going after anyway. It's not about the thing itself, but it's about the feeling that we have once we have the thing. Um, and so to connect with that feeling now and just feel it, just mm -hmm. to be in that whole presence of it, um, that's a Powerful thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely a powerful thought. And that's the thinking that changes everything for you. Um, because I know for me, for example, I used to just spend my life in a place of depression, just sad all the time. Didn't have any other, the only emotions I really had was sad and mad, sad and mad. And then when I decided to just allow something different in, um, and it was just for a moment, just a brief moment of, okay, let me just feel what it would feel like to be happy. And letting that feeling into my body, I couldn't maintain it, but just for a brief moment, I allowed it into my body. And then I was like, oh, that was different. <laughs> that was different. And then I just repeated it and repeated it and then I was able to stay in that space for longer and longer periods of time until it was something my body could handle. My body had been handling sadness for so long <laughs> and didn't know what to do with that good feeling, you know, those new chemicals popping, you know, pumping through. Yeah. <laughs> it takes, a, it does, it can take a while, like to mm -hmm. go visit, go mm -hmm. visit happiness. Mm -hmm. Go visit being in a place of peace. Go visit being in that place of abundance. Mm -hmm. And then, even though you may be in whatever you feel like you, your scenario is that you're in, you'll be able to bring that feeling back to it more frequently. Mm -hmm. So the more you go and visit this place, this, this energy, this this emotion that you choose to have, 
the more you just bring it with you to wherever you are. Exactly. And then after a while, you realize you're just living from that place of happiness, mm -hmm. that place of peace, that place of abundance. Mm -hmm. And it's like, um, it's actual, actual changes that happens in your brain. So if you have been, let's say, depressed or just following that route of anger, your brain cells are lined up in, in that rut. So when you think a certain thought, it's automatically going to fire a certain way and it's going to keep firing that way because the more you think that, the more it's going to fire. That's what's easy for your brain to do. And then when you start trying to think of something different, happiness, well, it's got to reach a little bit. And so it has to build new brain cells and neurons until now this is your new pathway instead of this one. I think also you know, our bodies get in the habit of feeling a certain way. Mm -hmm. You know, so <laughs> when you're angry, you know, when you're sad, you know, you're, you're, you're a yeah. little bit more tense. Mm -hmm. And so we have a tendency to be more tense. Mm -hmm. It takes a while to, to adjust that. You know, so if something happens, the first instinct, you know, you <laughs> tense up all of a sudden. You just, and then you think about like, really, well, how was that tense? Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> and so then you can kind of back up and mm -hmm. go back into that place of peace mm -hmm. or happiness and, and relax a little bit. Mm -hmm. you know? It's beautiful. It's so true. You, know, you don't recognize the kind of the spell you're under with the old song until you know you kind of have a moment, like you said, you just had a small moment to make a different choice, and you went with it, mm -hmm. and it just kept going from there, mm -hmm. making new patterns in the brain and mind body connection. Mm -hmm. it's awesome. I remember asking somebody before they was just mad. I was like, so why are you mad? They was like, look at. I'm just mad. <laughs> <laughs> it was like nothing driving it. Mm -hmm. They were just, they were just mad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but just sometimes it takes looking at, you know, what it is that's driving you to allow you to change your thought so you can have a more empowering mm -hmm. thought. Yeah. Asking those right questions, asking those empowering mm -hmm. questions, rather than asking why it's not working. You know, maybe ask what would it feel like if it did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's good. What would it feel like if it did work? And I think we're just so used to, we, we can get in a place where we're just so used to, I'm supposed to struggle, I'm supposed to be sad, this is supposed to be hard, yes. or whatever. And we don't even think, like, well, what if it wasn't hard? What if this wasn't a struggle? Right. What if this was easy? What if I could be having fun right now? Exactly. <laughs> What if I could like my job when I was... <laughs> <laughs> That's a powerful way to think. It is. And so can I ask you, Yvette, when you um, decided to make the choice to feel something different than what you were used to, was there something that inspired you in that moment? Or was it just out of curiosity? What led you to make that choice then? Yeah, so that that's a good question because um, most of the times I was just so depressed there wasn't anything I felt like doing. I didn't even feel like trying to come out of it. Um, but at the same time, I always prayed, like, um, just please show me something different. I just want something different. I don't want to be in this space. So I was always praying, but I was never... Um, you know, I just didn't have, you know, when you're depressed, you just don't have that energy to do anything. So I can't really say for sure, like, 
what made me this time go ahead and try it. But a lot of times you hear people saying things like happiness is a choice and you choose to be happy and be happy. And you're just like, you know, how, <laughs> how, how do you do that? And then just like, um, I remember Tony Robbins saying about being able to manufacture these feelings in your body or whatever. And, um, I think he took us through a process like, okay, if I told you to feel angry right now, feel anger in your body, you all know how to do that. So do it. So we're all like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, and he's like, if I told you to feel depressed, do it. And, and, you know, as you're looking around in the conference and you're seeing that everybody does anger the same way and everybody does depression the same way and everybody does excitement the same way. And so when you start noticing, okay, this is just behavior. It's just common behaviors. And I can choose any of these that I want at any time. And, you know, it's one thing people will always say, if if you thought you won a million dollars right now, you'd be like, ah, you know, you'd be excited. And if someone said, no, I was only kidding, that doesn't change the fact that you were just excited a moment ago. So it really wasn't the money. Right. It was what you thought. And yes. so the more we're aware of our ability to control how we're thinking, our thoughts control our feelings. So if I can think something different, then I can feel something different. Beautiful. And you know, in that scenario, a lot of people be really upset when they find they didn't win the money. <laughs> they'll be even more upset than right. before the whole conversation came up. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. they were still in the exact same scenario that they were in before. They didn't have a million dollars. They still don't have a million dollars. <laughs> right. But now they're mad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's their normal place to go. You know? mm -hmm. so, yeah. so you have, a, like you say, it's completely as a choice. Mm -hmm. But nothing changed. Nothing changed from them not having the money to them not having the money. Yeah, they're upset. <laughs> You know, nothing really changed from them not having the money to the place where they thought they were having the money. Yeah. yeah. They were feeling this for you. Mm -hmm. You know, they was just really excited. Mm -hmm. You know, and so it, it, it really is easy to see when you think about it from that perspective mm -hmm. that it is just a choice. Mm -hmm. And it's a choice that we can make at any moment. Mm -hmm. you know? And sometimes, you know, we got to battle some of those voices. And, mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, if we stop those voices from, you know, from going on and on, and just you know, step back, look at it, observe it, yes. and from that place, we can now make that choice. Mm -hmm. You know, and so it's not a matter of ignoring them, but to take control over them. Yeah, uh, that was actually a perfect wrap up um, as far as creating a superior mindset, recognizing that you are not your thoughts, that you can take space from your thoughts, and once you take space from those thoughts, you can decide the direction that you want your thoughts to go in. You can decide how you want to feel. And so, thank you guys. Thank you. This was very enlightening. Yes, thank, thank you. you. All right. Thank you all too. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We look forward to seeing you next week. And don't forget to check out my website at rvetmcclain.com and hit the subscribe button below. Until next time. Bye. Bye.